Welcome to another edition of the Political Buzz Show. My name is Rene Hinojosa, and uh, today we're going to talk about Steve Bannon, also known as Sloppy Steve Bannon. Being held in contempt of Congress didn't stop Sloppy Steve Bannon from making an appearance at the Adams County GOP's annual dinner this, uh, this Thursday night. And um, Sloppy Steve Bannon is refusing to comply with a subpoena uh, that is handed down, that was handed down uh, from the ninth member House Select Committee who is investigating the January 6th attack at the U.S. Capitol. The, the House of Representatives has voted to recommend criminal contempt of Congress charges against uh, against Steve Bannon, who, who, as you will remember, he was a former Trump White House official, an official, Trump White House official, but not elected or posted to in any, any office uh, in the White House or government, who thus far he has refused to honor a subpoena to give evidence before the House committee that is investigating uh, the January 6th Capitol insurrection. The vote came to a tally of 229 for uh, uh, to get Steve Bannon uh, subpoenaed versus 202 who voted against that. Uh, which then moves Bannon closer to paying penalties, uh, possible imprisonment for up to one year and a $100,000 fine over his repeated refusal to cooperate with the House Select Committee investigating the underlying causes and principal instigators of the attack. So he definitely... uh, is going to face such penalties if he doesn't, uh, on his own accord, present himself uh, to these hearings. And uh, really, only nine Republicans cared enough to want to bring in an insurrectionist to testify, joined by every single House Democrat to vote, uh, to vote in favor of. So this leaves House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, who is now expected to formally refer the matter to the office of the U.S. Attorney for Washington, D.C., who will then decide how to proceed from there. Eventually, we will see the U.S. Marshal Service hunting down Bannon from wherever he's hiding. And I'm thinking perhaps when they do find him, he might just well be holed up at, at Mar-a-Lago. Certainly not at Mike, uh, uh, Mike the Pillow Guy's home. The Democrats, joined by Republican representatives Liz Cheney and Adam uh, Kinzinger, the only two Republicans on the nine-member January 6th Select Committee, they argued on the floor this Thursday afternoon 
that the house needs to be able to sort out what went wrong that day. This is in order to make policy recommendations uh, to prevent a similar event from transpiring in the future. So this whole matter with Steve Bannon has pitted Republicans in the House, each accusing the other side of not having the authority to force Bannon uh, to speak with the committee and generally downplayed the violence seen during the attack, which, as you know, led to several deaths, and including the suicide of, of some of the Capitol officers. In, in her remarks also, Cheney noted on Thursday that some of her colleagues, uh, and this is a quote from her, this is what she says, some of her colleagues seem to have forgotten the danger of the moment the assault on the Constitution, and the assault on our Congress. So, but sometimes, sometime before, and perhaps uh, on January the 6th, Bannon encouraged his podcast audience to attend Trump's planned rally, which was held uh, to object to the formal certification of, of President Joe Biden's electoral win. And hinted in this podcast that he had advanced knowledge of the violence that would take place later on that day, or on that day. On, on his podcast, this is just one day before the rally, uh, Bannon said this, and I quote here for our, our listening audiences, Bannon said, it's not going to happen like you think it's going to happen. It's going to be quite extraordinarily different. All I can say is strap in. And this is what he said on January the 5th during his show. You made this happen. And tomorrow it's game day. And so strap in. Let's get ready. And so these, it was it was this these kinds of statements that has led the select committee to issue Bannon a subpoena back in September, uh, demanding that he turn over records of his communications with the Trump White House, uh, along with other documentations from around the time of the Capitol riot. He was also ordered to appear before the committee on October the 14th, but thus far he has failed to comply with both both of those requests. He seems to be laughing this off. And he, he seems to think falsely, and along with Trump, that he has some kind of executive privilege because through his attorney, Bannon asserted that he does not have the right to respond to the subpoena because Trump has indicated that he was ready to fight the committee's effort to obtain documentation from January 6. It, it seems that both of these criminals are under the impression that executive privilege applies to both of them, which it does not. Then it brings us to this tweet put out by Bannon. 
and I'll show you the image here. Um, yeah, if you can see the image here, uh, Bannon was not serving in any official capacity around the time of the attack. And he had really not done so for years. Uh, Bannon was just a senior advisor for Trump, uh, a questionable one at that. Who would want to take advice from Steve Bannon? Uh, and he was advisor to Trump for seven months, ending in August 2017. That is one of the reasons legal scholars have asserted that his claim to executive privilege falls flat, as you can see here on this tweet requesting um, that he falls under this, uh, this notion, which, which he does not. Uh, and Select Committee Chairman Benny Thompson of Mississippi, he had this to say, and I'm going to quote him here once again for our auditory listeners. Steve Bannon has led us down this path by refusing to cooperate uh, in any way with our investigation. We believe Mr. Bannon has information valuable to our probe. He's clearly an important witness, so we subpoenaed him. And unlike other witnesses who have engaged in work with our team to find a way to cooperate, Mr. Bannon told us he wouldn't comply because the former president told him not to. He hid behind vague and baseless claims of privilege. That's just not acceptable. Mr. Bannon stands alone in his defiance, and we will not stand for it. We will not allow anyone to derail our work because our work is too important. So, Cheney then addressed her GOP colleagues also. And her and she had this remarks to say about this whole Bannon thing. And, and this thing went like this. Mr. Bannon's own public statements make clear he knew what was going to happen before it did. And thus, he must have been aware of and may well have been involved in the planning of everything that played out on that day. The American people deserve to know what he knew and when he did. And, and yeah, so that quote from Bannon uh, seems to lend some credibility that he might have been culpable, one of the individuals that may have been behind the, uh, the, you know, the push or maybe one of the architects uh, for the attempted coup, if you will. And overall, in Republican Trump land, compliance is one of those things they seem to care very little for. They ignore subpoenas at will. And the House committee needs to hold firm. And if necessary, they need to use the U.S. Marshal Service to bring these people in so that we can find out what exactly transpired behind the scenes of the January 6th insurrection at the U.S. Capitol. 